Yo, yo, yo. What up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Ralph Sports. As we all know by now, this past Sunday, the NBA Finals have come to an end, and the Los Angeles Lakers have been crowned your 2020 NBA champions. This playoffs, you know, we all know, has been weird. Um, you know, no fans, all in all, everybody's in a bubble, virtual fans, all watching through laptops, phones, tablets, whatever source of means we can see. But besides all that, even the playoffs itself was more of an unpredictable uh, circumstance and like outcomes, actually, you know. Everybody thought certain teams were going to go somewhere and then little do we know they get upset by certain teams. For example, before we get into the whole Miami versus Lakers thing, let's just like let's backtrack to see how these teams got there and who they had to go through and who people wanted them to go through but couldn't. The Lakers beat the Portland Trailblazers in a five-game series. Then they went on to face the Houston Rockets in a five-game series. Then they they went to play uh, the Denver Nuggets beat them in a five-game series, and went to the NBA Finals. Yes, you heard correct. I said Portland, Rockets, Denver. Everyone wanted it to be a battle of L.A. They wanted the Clippers to go face the Lakers because everybody had their money on the Clippers winning the championship or at least going to the NBA Finals. They had no hopes in the Lakers to do so, right? But the thing is, the Lakers' path were they had to play Dallas, and then they beat Dallas. But the thing about it is that KP went down. So now is every you know brings up the question of, oh, what if KP played? Luca could have uh, gone farther, such and such. But is neither here nor there, and the Clippers advanced in the six game series. Then they played against Denver, and this is the funny one here, because everybody thought that the late, uh, Clippers were gonna beat them easy maybe in a, no more than five no more than six games actually but you know the clippers were up 3-1 in the series is basically it's super hard to come back from like that type of deficit you know what i mean but they did so and then they got to game 6 then they got to game 7 and then denver took them out of here now <laughs> I'm more sure we're, no one's oblivious to what happened on social media and what everybody says, but everybody's saying that P- Paul George is not it. Playoff P is more of a pandemic P, and that's cold, man. <laughs> that's cold because that's my guy. I like Paul George is not a bum. He's not a bum. He's he's a talented player. He is arguably a top five two way play, best two way players in the league. There's a reason why Kawhi told the Clippers they wanted him. You know, so you can't take that away from him. But the thing is, it's hard to defend him, I know, because of his playoff performances. It's like you got to be able to, you know, put, show up when you're needed. Like Kawhi wanted you as the sidekick, like, yo, let's, let's do this, bro. So, like, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to like sit back and be like, yo, bro, like I got to, you know, give him a chance. It's like he's been to playoffs multiple times, whether Indiana, OKC and in L.A. And the thing is, is that now there's rumors saying that 
Clippers might get him out of here, which I believe they shouldn't do that, you know, because, like, keep keep them together with Kawhi because those guys are going to be built for great things. There could be things they could maneuver in their team maybe, you know, like, they're, they're a good, like, powerhouse team, but, like, the fact is apparently they were gassed out in game seven. That's kind of like, come on, dudes. Like, you guys are built for this. You guys want to be here and then like now you're tired asking for like yo subs breaks and stuff like that you can't do that it's unacceptable there i feel like they're like one piece away of being that like lethal team right now but like it's just that 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 upset was like the biggest upset ever <laughs> because like you really got like you you can't give up a lead like that especially if you're a team like if you're a top three team in the west you can't. And even if Denver was the third best team in the West, actually, too. But, like, everybody was like, nah, bro, they not it. But guess what? Jamal Murray showed up. Nikola Jokic showed up. Those guys are talented people. Like, they're they're it. Like, they're, they're strong. And the thing is, like, Jamal Murray's scoring ability is amazing, bro. Like, it's insane. Like, what? And Nikola Jokic just keeps showing why he's arguably one of the best big men in the game right now. Playmaker shooter rebounder could be better on defense obviously but like come on that man is is elite talent and like they never gave up and that's all i love about basketball i always tell everybody bro is basketball is a game of runs it's not over until the clock strikes zero and you hear that buzzer no matter if you're down 10 15 20 no matter what it is like keep playing basketball because there's four quarters in the game a run is what basically defines what happens from here on out. So then the Denver Nuggets came on and they won the series in seven. Then they went on against the Lakers. Not the matchup people wanted because again, they wanted Clippers-Lakers. They wanted the Battle of LA. But that was still a good series too. AD LeBron versus Jamal and Nikola Jokic. Series ended in five. Lakers went to the finals. But, like, you can't take away anything that the Denver Nuggets have done. The way they paved their way through that whole playoffs. Because they went back from 3-1 to the Utah, 3-1 to the Clippers. It's hard to do something three times, you feel me? Like, you feel me? It's like it's like the saying goes, like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. It ain't going to be a third time. So Lakers, you know, nah, we not gonna be it. Like, we're, like is it? That's that's dead, bro. It's clipped. So then that's the Lakers' journey to the finals. Let's go to the Eastern side. Everybody was expecting either <clears throat> the the Bucks, Boston, or Toronto to go to the finals from the East side, right? The East was just the the East said, nah, hold my hold my bear. Miami was the fifth seed. Not really high expectations. If you guys make it, maybe you guys are a first round, second round team. You guys aren't going anywhere than, anywhere farther than that. <laughs> the Miami Heat beat the Indiana Pacers by a sweep. As I predicted, if you look at my Twitter, uh, at Young Ralphie, at the Young Ralphie, at uh, Ralph Sports. Then they went on to play the Milwaukee Bucks. Beat them in five. Took a moment there because I want you guys to let that in again. Beat them in five. The best team in the Eastern Conference. 
the reigning MVP in Giannis Antetokounmpo beat him in five. Milwaukee is a great team when Giannis is on the floor. He they they they're not it when he's not. Giannis, in my opinion, is a one-dimensional player because he's just a freak athletic dude. Freak of nature, bro. Two from a three-point line, two steps. He's already at the paint, bro. Isn't easy. Like all like dunking, slashing, rebounding is like that's him. But until like if he doesn't develop a jump shot, he will not progress anymore. If you have an athletic, talented big that plays the perimeter on your side of the team, which Bam Adebayo was, you will have a better chance of stopping Giannis. And don't get me wrong, that man still could drop 25, 30, 35, 40, whatever he wants. But, like, the thing is, the main spot about it, basically, if you could contain him, there's more chance, like, you're going to have to rely on what? Dante Vincenzo, Brooke Lopez, Eric Bledsoe, who always never shows up in the playoffs. Chris Middleton, who's a great player, but like, come on now, he did carry them for that that uh, game four victory. But like, come on now, it's upsetting that it's like it's very like wow. So you guys lost, but like you know, Miami's a bit a team that they built around each other. Like, bro, we're gonna be great together, and they always showed it. They did. Then Miami went on to play Boston. Beat him in six. As I speak about the previous episode, like, they showed up. There's a misfortunes, and we're just going to keep it pushing. Now we're in the NBA Finals. The Lakers versus Miami. As you heard in my last episode, I said Lakers in five. Lakers in five. That was my honest opinion, and clearly I was wrong. Because Miami said... I'm, we're going to prove the doubt is wrong. We're going to make sure people put some respect on our name. The series wasn't... What's the word here? The series was not what people expected. It was competitive all around. Miami never let up. The Lakers never let up. Sometimes put, took their foot off the gas, but then guess what? They put it right back on. Same thing as Miami. You feel me? Even with injuries, when after Gorn went down and Bam went down, I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people, too. Like, it's a sweep. It's a sweep now. It's over. Like, come on. You lost, like, two of your – you lost two best players after Jimmy. Like, come on. It's over. But they said no. We're not going away. Jimmy put the team on his back and said, we're going to fucking do this. Like, we're going to play basketball. Because we're all here for a reason. We all clawed blood, sweat, tears to get where we want to be right now. And that's why I love sports. The competitive nature every player brings. The competitive nature you have, like, yo, we will, we're going to try to win at all costs. And that's, like, that's, that, that was there, man. The series was fun. It was great to watch. Jimmy Butler, in his first time in the finals, man, showed out. The man put up LeBron James numbers. For the series, 
he averaged a damn near triple double. Like it's it's insane. Like how do you, like you don't not everybody does that. And he had one of the games he had a triple a forty point triple double. Right? It was game three. Four forty point triple double. Forty points. Thirteen assists. Eleven rebounds. Third player in NBA Finals history to be able to do that. But the first player to do it and win. The other two players being, respectfully, Jerry West and LeBron James. Also had 40 point triple doubles, but took the L. Jimmy did it and won. Jimmy wasn't done, though, yet, though. Another triple-double game five. Both his triple-double games were Ws. The second one was 35 points, 11 assists, 12 rebounds. Jimmy never took his foot off the gas. The man was exhausted. The whole series, he averaged 26 points, 9.8 assists, and 8.3 rebounds. The man averaged a damn near triple-double. He knew what he wanted to do. He told Pat and Eric, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win one for us. And he did everything he could. That he he did everything he can to try to get that job done. That man cannot get discredited for anything. That man changed the narrative that the world put on him, saying he's a bad teammate, saying he's the cancer in the locker room, saying like, "Yo, you he, you can't build a team around him." Miami said, "Bro, fuck that. We got you." Tyler Hero puts so much respect on Jimmy Butler. He said, yo, I just, I'm just trying to do this for Jimmy. Jay Crowder and Jimmy Butler, I don't know if you guys know, they played in college together in Michigan. They have history. Bam, Duncan Gorham, they all respect Jimmy. They're like, yo, we're going to do this. D-Wade gave Jimmy the keys. To man, when he, he endorsed that. He was like, let's go, bro. Because they played together in Chicago. D-Way saw firsthand what Jimmy is about. And guess what? He showed out in his first year in Miami, man. First year in Miami. Took him to the finals. Come on, man. Come on, man. After game five, bro, you could tell Jimmy was gassed. He got a, he got a foul call. Went to the side. Went to the baseline and was just like, dang. You could tell that like, he put his head down. He's like, yo, I'm tired, man. I'm tired. All respects to Jimmy Butler, man. All respects. Jimmy G buckets and the G stands for gets. Don't want to hear no more negative talk about Jimmy. Because he knows what he's doing. The Lakers, shout out to them. They won the championship. But just like Jimmy Butler had a narrative, the Lakers had a narrative too. They had a narrative of LeBron and AD. In the preseason, as we all remember, to get AD in the Lakers... They basically sell their whole team 
to the Pelicans. The narrative that was out was the Lakers traded away their whole squad for one player. No one's worth that much. The Pelicans won. Huh. They criticized the Lakers for bringing back Rondo. Put some respect on his name. He's a champion. Always shows up when he needs to. They said LeBron's old. He's broken down. He can't get it done. He's 36. The man don't know what father time is. The regular season started. Boom. There was like the Lakers lost to the Clippers. Opening night. Oh my God. The Clippers are the best team in Los Angeles. Put the Staples Center on the Clippers time now. Not the Lakers. The Lakers started winning games. They were like, oh shit. Okay. They're winning games, but they're not against good teams. They beat, low, they, they beat the bottom tier teams. They're not really doing anything. Then when they started beating the good team, they're like, LeBron has a super team. Another super team. How? Super team where? Where? Then the playoffs start. The Blazers are dangerous. The Lakers don't want that work. Mm. What happened? Five. Wait till the Clippers meet. The Lakers in the playoffs. The Clippers winning hands down. The Clippers couldn't get the job done. The Rockets small ball is going to beat them. Because they got Russ. They got James. They got Bully and P.J. Tucker. Covington. They're going to live and die by that three. They're going to swap everything. No. Then the comeback kids in the Nuggets, which we spoke earlier, is like, you can't do it three times, bro. Like You cannot be down 3-1 in the series and think you're going to get it done the whole way around. No. And then the best part is they want to put, everybody wants to put an asterisk on it, man. This season, this season doesn't count anyway. Well, yes, it does, bro. They got the trophy. They gained the rings. Put some respect on this team. The narrative is amazing. Like, narratives are so crazy. And just, like, people really don't want to see... People be great or people win. Like it's 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 crazy. Aside with of Jimmy's let's go back one more time because like, let's bring it back to Miami. Aside from Jimmy's near triple double, right? He still had a supporting cast. Tyler Hero averaged almost fifteen. Duncan almost thirteen. Bam, 15. Gorn played only two games because he hurt his, he hurt his, uh, he tore his plateau fasciitis uh, game one. That's a very concerning thing there because he was leading them in the playoffs by averaging 20 points. As I know, that team plays ball movement, team basketball. Because you would think Jimmy's a team leader, but he's as I said in the previous episode as well. Jimmy said, "Bro, why doesn't who cares who scores the most points until, if we win?" Again, shout out to Miami. You guys are great. You guys will be back. Shout out to y'all. Go back to the Lakers. AD in his first ever NBA Finals. AD does AD, man. Twenty-five points, eleven rebounds. Did his thing. 
Game four, game three didn't show up. I mean, my opinion. Thirty-three, he played thirty-three minutes. Only shot nine. Only took nine shots. Fifteen points. That's not acceptable, dude. You gotta be a 15, 20 shots always. No questions asked. Never under ten. Never under ten. Always gotta take fifteen or two more shots a game. But it's fine because he showed up the next game. Game four took sixteen shots, twenty-two points. Let's get it done, bro. Then twenty-eight, then nineteen. Shout out to AD because AD's built that way, like he said after gate one. I'm built that way. I'm like that. Like, AD is arguably... That man could be the best player in the NBA eventually in his career. His touch, his offensive skill set, defensive capabilities, that man is a dog. But guess what? Who led the pack? LBJ. Like I said earlier, Jimmy averaged damn near LeBron numbers. LeBron for the series averaged a damn near triple double as well. 29.8 points. Basically 30. Eight and a half assists. 11.8 rebounds. LeBron shows up when he needs to show up. LeBron knows when it comes to the finals, bro, is always play basketball. In that whole series, he had one triple-double, and that was game six to seal the deal. 28, 10, and 14. Let's go, Bron, Bron. Let's get it. But he ain't do it alone. Aside from AD, they had Rajon effing Rondo, man. Like, that man, playoff Rondo, man, is that dude. If you guys remember correctly, he won in NBA Finals. With the Boston Celtics. He has two championships with the two most historic franchises in the NBA. Like, it's insane. Like, no one has that. No one's done that. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> Look, Rajan showed up that last game. Like, is game time. It's over. The last game of, of the finals, 19 points. Four rebounds, four assists on 8 of 11 shooting, three or four from the three-point line. Rajon Rondo said, I'm here. And he said it in his post-game interview. He said, hey, if I know if I could uh, team up with LeBron James, like no one's going to beat us. Mental game is over because they're both strong mentally. Rajon Rondo is one of the greatest basketball minds, in my opinion, in the NBA. I feel like he could have took Chicago far with D-Wade and Jimmy if he never got hurt. Like, Rajon Rondo knows what it takes to win. He knows what it takes to win. Like, it's insane. Two-time champ. AD, first-time champ. LeBron, four-time champ, four-time finals MVP. Put some respect on his name. And I don't know if you guys remember back in the, like, a little thing as soon as, uh, when, remember, going back to the AD trade, remember LeVar Ball came out and said the Lakers are never going to win a championship ever now because they traded Alonzo Ball. What happened? Uh, 2020 champs, B. 2020 champs. This championship... It's probably, you could tell, like, one of the hardest championships 
a team could have won because of being in a bubble, being away from their families the whole time. It's like it's hard to not have your loved ones with you when you're trying to when you're succeeding, when you're failing, when you need them to pick you up. Because like, sure, FaceTime call this and this, whatever. Like, you know, and sometimes, you know, business first, business before pleasure. As Jimmy said, I ain't bring nobody because it's a business trip for me. No distractions. A lot of players did that. And they were like, yo, when we get home, it's going to be like, yo, bro, thanks. I missed you. But right now, let me get my job done. Sometimes things could be distractions. Sometimes things could be like a, a picky uh, pick-me-up. But cannot take anything away from these guys who were there. Don't do that. Don't discredit the championship. Don't discredit who, who, who got there. Don't discredit anybody. Because both Miami and L.A., Showed up and prove why they were there. The LeBron James, regardless if he won, he still gets bashed. If he lost, regardless, we'll get bashed. That man is always living on like a lose lose situation. But because I, I don't get it. The man is now currently a four time NBA champion. Four-time Finals MVP. He's the only player to win Finals MVP with three different franchises. He's a 16-time All-Star, 16-time All-NBA, six-time All-Defensive player. He's been to the Finals 10 times in his career so far. Yes, it's a 4-6 and six record, but he's been there 10 times. And he had a streak if we, do, if we don't remember. I get it. Winning records are what people care about, sure. But guess what? Don't discredit it because he every team he goes to, he will take them there. He leads the playoffs in points. And before anybody says, oh, because he's always been there, it's like, guess what? He's being there because he makes sure he's all about winning. And he's he has 34,000 points, 9 rebounds, 9,000 assists, 9,000 assists or more, man. It's like... Let's just witness. Let's just admire greatness. Let's just acknowledge greatness. Let's just like the man is good. There's a lot of up and comers coming soon, you know, like in Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Trey Young, Devin Booker. It's like there's a lot of cats coming up. They're gonna be great, but come on, like those those guys are gonna be great. But look at like look at admire what we have now. We are lucky to have someone because other eras had Larry and Magic. Other eras had Michael. Some eras had Kobe. We have LeBron. It's not about hating on somebody anymore, y'all. Y'all got to acknowledge it. I got to acknowledge greatness. Be happy and humble that we're seeing this right now because when he retires, I, man, it's going to be a tough time because, like, wow, we're going to start a whole season right now without LeBron. I'm not taking anything away from anybody. It's just like just acknowledge shit, man. The finals has come to an end. And there's a couple things that comes to the mind when an NBA season ends. It's draft day, off season, and way early 2021 predictions. (laughs) 
We're not going to get into that next prediction stuff. Because I want to. Because you know. (laughs) Brooklyn. (laughs) But we're not going to do that. Not yet. Not yet. But you know. We're going to end this here. But one thing I want to say and reiterate. Is the fact is like. No matter what seed you are. No matter where experts, critics, or like anybody decides, like, oh, they're not going to go this, they're not going to do this, not going to do that, is the fact is ball hard. Basketball is the game of our runs. Play as a team, play together, let's get it done. And that's all that matters. Shout out again to Miami, Jimmy Butler. You guys, you guys are there, man. Get it done. Shout out to the Lakers. Shout out to Bron Bron. Four titles. Possibly get one more before he's officially done. But you know, guys, let's just let's just stop the hate and just admire greatness. Feel me? Shout out to y'all, man. I got this going. I got way more stuff coming soon to y'all, man. Stay tuned, you're it.